This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Wednesday the 13th of October. In your Sport Today, the Socceroos winning streak is over. The NBL is set for tip-off. Australia's women's cricketers get a pay rise. And swimming for a world record. This is your Sport Today. Let's start with football because Australia's record World Cup qualifying win streak is over. Gabs, they were beaten 2-1 by Japan last night and that makes the Socceroos' path to the World Cup a little bit trickier. Yeah, it does, Fez, but it is still looking pretty good at this stage. The match itself was really open and both teams were able to create plenty of chances overnight. Japan, they scored after just eight minutes, but the Socceroos equalised in the second half and that was thanks to a well-placed free kick by A. But an Aziz Beige own goal with about five minutes left put Japan back in front and they held on from there to pick up the three points. What it means, Fez, is the Socceroos have still never beaten Japan in Japan and they haven't beaten them anywhere since 2009. So what does that mean for the group standing scabs? Yeah, so the Socceroos, they're second in Group B on nine points with Japan on six after the win. Saudi Arabia, they're on top on 12 after they beat China this morning. Now, finishing in the top two is really important because it means you'll automatically qualify for the World Cup in Qatar and that's next year. The country that finishes third, they can still qualify for the World Cup, but they do have a few hoops to get through. Yeah, there's still six matches to go, so plenty of time for the Socceroos to bounce back. Uh, Australia's next game is against Saudi Arabia on November the 11th. Today's trivia question, which is brought to you by Sportsmate, who did the Socceroos beat to start their 11-game winning streak? Gabs, can you give us a clue? Yeah, I can, Fez. Let's just say that it was worth more than three points. It was worth its weight in gold. Very cryptic, Gabs. (laughs) Uh, I'll find out the answer at the end of the show. There was a wild game in the NFL yesterday where the Ravens came from behind to beat the Colts in overtime, but there's a bigger story off the field, and that's Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden, who quit because of racist, sexist, and homophobic comments that he made over the past 10 years. Yeah, Fez, so this story, it actually broke last week because of emails that he'd sent 10 years ago but a lot more have been uncovered since, and that's why he decided to resign yesterday. Reports say that Gruden used a number of slurs towards NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, as well as other NFL officials, team owners, and people in the spotlight, like former President Barack Obama. Gruden was in the fourth year of a 10-year deal worth around 136 million Aussie dollars, and this is a big deal, Fez, because Gruden is a big personality over there, and that's one of the reasons why the Raiders hired him so he could help build their brand after they moved from Oakland to Las Vegas last season. Gruden is a former Super Bowl winning coach and yesterday he apologised and said that he never meant to hurt anyone. Assistant coach Rich Passaccia has been announced as the team's interim coach. 
Let's talk some basketball now. Uh, yesterday, the draw was released for the National Basketball League season. Gabs, it's going to start a little later than expected with one of the highlights, a triple header on Boxing Day. What a day of sport that's going to be. Fez, do you reckon they're going to have this time travel thing sorted out by then? Because <laughs> we're going to need a lot more than 24 hours to fit in the NBL, the cricket, NBA sailing and everything else on that day. Going back to the NBL, so the season was meant to start on November 18, but that has been pushed back to December 3. And that move was made to give fans the best chance of getting to the games. That's because of borders and restrictions looking like they'll be eased by then. The league says that 99% of the players have received at least their first vaccine jab, and that's pretty important. Fez, some teams have released anti-vax players because they wouldn't be able to enter certain states to play. And the same thing's happening in the NBA at the moment. Brooklyn Nets all-star Kyrie Irving won't be part of the team until he gets jabbed. That's because in New York, you must have at least one vaccine dose to enter an indoor gym, and that includes their home court, the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The NBA is coming around quick, Gabs. It starts next week. Uh, The NBL is a little while after that. And there's a link in the episode notes to the full NBL schedule. We're jumping all over the world today, Gabs, but we're staying in the Commonwealth this time. Uh, Commonwealth Games organisers have loosened up the must-haves at events from 2026 with any sport now on the table to be included. And when I say any sport, Gabs, I don't think Nintendo Wii Sports counts. What, you're telling me this now, Fez? I know, all those years of practice wasted. Just when I mastered the hurdles. All right, time to retire the controller. So the Commonwealth Games Federation, they're the guys that run all the Com Games. They're trying to make the events cheaper to run and also more appealing to the cities that want to host the games. They're calling it a roadmap. Jeez, we've heard that term a fair bit lately. And what it says is that around 15 sports should be played at each games. The Com Games next year in English City Birmingham has 19 sports, so athletics and swimming, they're the only compulsory sports going forward, so it's up to the host to pick the other sports, which could have national or cultural significance. There also doesn't need to be an athlete's village anymore with alternative solutions encouraged. Fez, does this mean Airbnb? It could do, Gabs. Maybe we'll find some athletes on sleeping on some couches uh, <laughs> moving for the Commonwealth Games. Uh, you want to make sure the alarm clock was set properly. Uh, you don't want that on your conscience. Uh, there's no host for the 2026 Games just yet. Australia last hosted the Com Games on the Gold Coast in 2018. Our cricket fans will know the Women's Big Bash League starts tomorrow. It's beginning in a hub down in Tassie. Australia's women's domestic cricketers were already some of the best-paid women's athletes in the country. And yesterday, Gabs, they got a pay rise. Yeah, that'd be a nice message to get on the eve of the tournament, wouldn't it, Fez? This is about Cricket Australia trying to close the pay gap between its men's and women's players. So they've put in $1.2 million into women's domestic cricket to do that. It means the average base salary of a women's player with both a state and WBBL contract is $65,000, and that's an increase of $10,000. It's still a fair way short, though, of the average salary of a men's domestic player who plays all formats, and that's $198,000, Fez. The men, however, do play more matches, but both men and women get match payments on top of their salaries. You're right, Gabs. They're on top of their average base salary. Uh, I've put a link in the episode notes with all the numbers on the pay rise. Uh, We'll preview the WBBL in tomorrow's episode. 
our regular listeners know we love world records on sport today and this Savo in the UK Aussie swimmer Chloe McArdle is going for a big one she's swimming the English channel for a 44th time guys I'm exhausted just thinking about this one you're exhausted. You used to be a lifeguard. Yeah. I don't think I've even done 44 laps of a pool in my life. But McArdle has been doing this since 2009, and it starts in Dover in England south, and it goes to Cape Grinay in northern France. The swim, it's 34 kilometres long, and it takes about 11 hours or 36,000 arm strokes to complete. Now I know why you're tired, Fez. McArdle will be setting off at 4am UK time, which is about 2pm daylight savings time here in Australia. And she says that the water is going to be a fresh 16 degrees Celsius. If you reckon that sounds tough, how's this? McArdle has a chest infection from the record equaling swim last Thursday. So she's going to be doing this swim on antibiotics. She broke the men's record of 34 crossings back in August last year, so now she's after the women's world record all on her own. Yeah, she said she's been hospitalised with hypothermia in the past from doing these swims. It's probably not one for us, Gabs, uh, no. but we'll let you know how she goes in tomorrow's show. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught her eye what's coming up. And for me, it's Isla Tomljanovic, Australia's women's tennis player. She's in the round of 16 at the Indian Wells Tournament. She plays Angelique Kerber from around midday today. That one's on ESPN. Gabs? Yeah, all sticking with ESPN and the NHL, that's the ice hockey. It starts in America today and it includes the Seattle Kraken. Yes, the Kraken, they're the new (laughs) expansion team. They take on the Las Vegas Golden Knights, who were the last team to join a few years ago. That game's on ESPN, as I said, at about 1.15, so make sure you check it out. The Kraken versus the Golden Knights. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question, who did the Socceroos beat to start their 11-match World Cup qualifying winning streak? Gabs, it was Kuwait. 3-0 back in 2019. Gabs, that feels like ages ago. Yeah, well, it was certainly worth the wait, first to find out. It was. Gabs, our trivia is brought to you by Sportsmate. Uh, if you want to follow all the English football scores, get the Sportsmate app. It's got everything you could need in there. All right, I think that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we're going to catch you again tomorrow. 